So. Here we are again. Here we are again. Episode two. Number two. Of the Unlimited Potential podcast. Yep. First one was um, was an experience, so to say. Definitely an experience. <laughs> First time for us mm. doing, a, doing a podcast together. In general, doing a podcast. Last week, we obviously recorded the first Dutch episode yep. of the Unlimited Potential Podcast. So if you guys want to see that, you can also uh, look that up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you want. Unlimited Podcast, uh, Unlimited Potential Podcast NL. And you'll find the Dutch one, if you're Dutch. If yep. you're English, I wouldn't look that up because that's kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get any of it. Um, but today we're back with the English one. Yep. We got some positive responses from people. Very positive. I, I remember us talking about it, getting our um, uh, our first message from someone yep. that literally wanted to just tell us that they liked the podcast and that they appreciated and that they enjoyed listening to it um, and how I was reading through it and thinking in my head, okay, when's this person going to sell me something? <laughs> like it was so nice and then at some point i thought like all right when are we going to get to the point where they go all right so i think we can even improve your podcast uh, so if you yeah. would let me uh, show you my service uh, we can uh, work together maybe yeah. it wasn't going to happen yeah. they were just sending us an email to give us a compliment which was very nice yeah it was very nice it was a inspiring reaction on everything we did the three yeah. levels of consciousness yeah it was a um, yeah it was super cool to get it. It was super nice. Definitely, ga it gives you a lot of energy again. And some other feedback was also cool, like um, people who just uh, recognize a lot of stuff they encountered themselves. So that, for me, was only... Look, you know, for me, it's pretty normal to talk about this stuff and to see all these people struggling with different challenges. But maybe sometimes I think, oh, just these people that come to my practice. Yeah, because but, uh, you're also but a psychologist. that's obviously not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super interesting to mm. see the responses of people yeah. uh, to it and how people responded. And like I said, it gives you a lot of energy. So if you guys ever, please, please never stop putting these reactions in. We love no. reading them. We yeah. do read all of them. And we do react on all of them. We, re we try to yeah. react on all of them, indeed. Um, I don't know for how long we can keep that up, of course. Uh, I'm not expecting us to blow up or go viral, as they say, but we'll try to at least do it for as long as we possibly can and have yes, time to definitely. respond to so every single one of them. Don't hesitate. No, no, because it gives us a lot of energy. It yeah, helps us out. It makes us very happy to read. And gives us new topics. And topics, To talk yeah. about. So, obviously, this episode is going to have a topic as well yes and we're going to talk about it. and yes. we briefly already talked about it before yeah um and it's something that we already teased in the previous episode i think which is acceptance yes yes and most of the time acceptance when you interact with other people so very often uh, people get annoyed or frustrated or irritated while having a conversation or just having an interaction uh, with somebody. Yeah, so, or like getting conflicted with somebody's, with a difference in, um, how do I say it? With a difference in morals. Hmm. So somebody else just believes you should do things in a certain way. And especially when it's someone that's close to you, like for example, your partner. So like your, lo your lover. Um, 
Yeah, or or some you work with, for example, a colleague, closely, very closely, partner or a business partner or a client or definitely business bar- partners. Mm-hmm. Like I have been a professional now, like working a working professional for uh, let's say six years now. Mm. So it's still. It's still relatively young, all of it. And for me, I definitely experienced only a couple of years ago. I still experienced a lot of those moments where I remember that we had to sit down as well. Mm. And you had to help me a little bit or guide me through how to deal with these interactions. Because if you work very closely with someone as a colleague or a business partner, uh, your beliefs will clash very quickly if if there is something that, that brings it out. So if you're talking about a certain subject, if you're doing business, um, it can have such great impact if your interests or your your morals and your your ideals clash as yeah, business different. partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because um, when people work together, or when they are even business partners and own parts of the company together the strategy or the goal of the company is the same success of the company yeah but still everybody brings in their own personality and their own key talents and their um, ways on how to do things and i guess they have their own fluff around that idea of of getting successful because maybe one judges being successful based on the income the company makes the other says like no the amount of people that we help mm. but in all, in all cases everybody just wants the company to be successful at least most of the time yeah but that's very interesting because uh it doesn't um, apply only to business relationships but also to personal relationships where yeah. the two partners have a feeling or a thought or a well a way how to look at the future and how this relationship should evolve, for example. And um, very often people just don't talk about that. No. They, they just live, they just interact, they just do stuff. And then at some point they argue. Because it like clashes, because then it something snaps, like it's the, the, the final... Hmm. That, that's what often happens, right? Things build up, build up, build up because they don't say anything. They don't give it attention. They don't think too much of it. Mm. The frustration builds up and at some point it yeah. snaps. Yeah, but it's very often also when you start a relationship, you want to keep things okay. To to be cool, to be easygoing, to, well, maybe accept more, but not really accept, but just don't argue or disagree because you want to keep things nice yeah you're you're more tied to the idea of accepting instead of actually accepting so you wanted you wanted to portray as if you're very accepting Mm. to another but you're not actually very accepting to one another you don't truly understand what that form of accepting entails what it is in your specific context like in the in the context of that relationship Mm. yeah yeah, because acceptance starts obviously with accepting yourself. And, and it obviously comes back to yourself most of the time. Like most nine out of ten times, your your own frustration towards someone else often comes back to mm. to your own behavior. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. And um, 
that's why we think it's very important to first know yourself very well yeah. and accept that you are the way you are with your key talents, with your challenges you have. And, and, and this is what you bring in to the relationship. But if you don't know exactly what you want from life, then it's very difficult to have an interaction with a person, for example, a business partner or a partner with private, where you want to build on a joint future, like a assemble future. Yeah. And then you need to have a, a picture which is shared by both people. And that's, that's always been a very interesting concept to me. So the idea of, obviously, in the, in the end, with monogamy, hmm. the goal is to, at some point, become one. Mm. And in a very uh, funny way to say that. But in a, in a way, I guess that always feels like it's the goal. But at the same time, you also don't want it. And especially in the last five to ten years, you also hear a lot of people that have the need to also have their own life. Hmm. Um with like within their relationship why do you think that is that people say oh yeah uh, well obviously we're in a relationship where i also want to have my own life why is that why do people have that urge because they the only reason why they would tell that or say something like that, obviously is because they have a feeling of that it's lacking at that moment. Hmm. So True. it's in, in some form of an, or another, they feel like they're being held back from doing that already. Because if you're already feeling like you're doing all the things you want to do and hmm. leading your own life and stuff like that, you won't, you won't mention that. That would be weird. You, you're not, you're not going to go like, I want to live my own life, but I'm already doing that. So that's good. Mm. Like that's <laughs> that's never how the conversation no, goes. No, no. So people um, often don't feel enough space to move around from their own personality, you know. So it's so when you are in a relationship and you don't recognize yourself in the relationship, then you probably would say, okay. I also need to have some space for myself. Yeah. Some time for myself to really be me. But that the conclusion is that you find it difficult to be you in the relationship. You know? Yeah, and that's and that's the conclusion, of course. In the end, you don't want to want to become one person. No. But you want to become well, and this sounds very obvious, but to give it a little bit more context, you want to become one relationship. And that mm. relationship is a shared space where you can safely both move in your own way together. Yeah. So you can do your own thing and you know that from each other. You know what the other person wants to do. You know how to let the other person do that Definitely. while still maintaining your own needs, uh, still knowing how you can move your own needs and your own dreams around the dreams and the needs of the other and make it flow yeah. together. But how does this work when you have like five hours or three hours in the afternoon and the both of you are free, but some 
things need to be done. Like you have free work, you have spare time, and these four hours can be filled with something. And then you have a different way of filling that four hours than your partner. And you have a real strong urge to do what you would like to do. But the other person has something totally different, which conflicts with what you want. So if you do what the other person wants, you can't do what you want. You know? Can we give it some context? Yeah. <laughs> For example, when people have spare time, so no work, discretionary time. So just you can do whatever you yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still with the couple, uh, the, the relationship yeah. situation. Yeah. 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 For example, um, one person says, okay, let's just do nothing. Read a book, sit on the couch, um, well, do some things on Facebook maybe or watch a Netflix series. And the other person says, oh, no, 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 no. We, we should do some domestic work, toilets, etc. Yeah, because we ate Mexican food yesterday and that toilet is a rampage <laughs> right now. For example, <laughs> you know, and this, this seems very, a very small thing. But I think our listeners do recognize this. Okay, I have this on the web found for the Zin's body. No, Siri, shh. Oh. You know what? I would want a, a quick button to turn off Siri just for, for a while. Like a switch. That would be nice. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Sorry, continue. So, so this, is, this, is, this, is, this seems so small. But a lot of arguments, irritations are... Build, they build up when you can't do what you would like to do and somebody else um, suggests or maybe even interferes in, in that urge to do that and they will almost force you to do something else. Yeah. So, all right, I want to sit on the couch. No, we need to do some domestic work. So, Which creates frustration. Yeah, for the, on both parties. On both parts, because yeah. the, the the one on the couch is probably thinking, oh, finally we have some time that we can relax, and and he he again wants to do a lot of things, and mm. he again oh he wants to clean it. Just come sit down. He's making me so anxious by walking around all the time. And the other person is like, oh my god, we have to clean this toilet. How can she be like, oh, I'm gonna sit on the couch now, and I have to do this all alone? What? Mm. Yeah. And, and then the you get that both have frustrations, which, well, something that became very clear to me is like a very clear symptom symptom mm. of that situation is we talked about this before it's very logical if you think about it because they get into that frustration mm. that's the exact reason why they don't think rationally anymore mm. because again they're in that that way of thinking that emotional way of thinking that blocks rational thinking that yes. blocks the yes. the uh, yes. the prefrontal cortex uh, where where that, that kind of thinking happens. So that's why those people don't rationally think about, wait a minute, maybe my my lovely honey bunny has a reason for why she wants to sit on the couch. Very good. Or why the lovely honey bunny on the couch thinks maybe there's a reason why he feels the need to clean the toilet right now and not later. 
You don't yeah. have those thoughts because you're in an emotional state of mind. You're in that yes, frustration. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And very often when you're not used to have a argument together. So when you're not used to have a conflict together and solve the conflict, then you even don't talk about this. You don't talk about the irritation you're feeling. Well, I, either that or maybe you simply have negative, nef, negative association to having conflicts. Mm. So you feel very, you, you feel a negative energy around having discussions with people. Mm. Because obviously a lot of people have that because uh, a lot of people in the past maybe had mm. not the best sparring partners when it comes to discussions, which kind of traumatizes you to have discussions in general because you're like, oh no, this is never a nice, no. nice chat to have. Yeah, but it's such a shame because a conflict is is so unbelievable useful. And common. Like, <laughs> it happens every yeah, day. It's not something that you're not going to have in your life. Yeah, but you should use the conflict to get more clarity. But what happens very often is that the conflict escalates and then nothing useful or good comes from the conflict because they're both in the emotional state of mind exactly. so they again exactly. they can't think rationally so there's not going to be a, a, a useful answer coming out of it because it no. just turns into a lot of screaming and yep. blaming and pointing fingers and yep. being yep. sad themselves like probably a little bit of guilt tripping happens a lot during those situations yeah. and stuff like that yeah but you you mentioned the blaming we know the first podcast about the blame mode yeah. Life happens to me. Um, it's always, it's it's always, everything's happening to me. Always. 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 It's always me. Al why does it always happen to yeah. me? And why do I have a partner who just doesn't want to do domestic work? Or why, etc., etc., etc. And a lot of the time, the funny thing is, a lot of the time people ask those questions. So they, they literally say in their head like, ah, oh, why do I have a partner that does this to me? And then... They move on and sometimes it's that easy that if you seriously ask yourself that question mm. you get an answer yeah so don't just shout it and be no. like why do i have a partner that does this no why do you have a partner that does that <laughs> exactly also go for the answer not only shouting yeah. the question very loud yeah, but this is already <laughs> conscious thought yeah it's not possible still when you're it, no, in, in that mode <laughs> no no so um I would recommend to everybody, think of conflicts and arguments and etc. Think or have, don't discard them, don't, don't push them away. Embrace the conflict because from a conflict comes clarity. And understanding, yeah. And understanding. Maybe first calm down, but don't like... Don't forget it. Like, if you notice that you're getting emotional, mm. maybe wait for a little bit and be like, okay, wait, we're, we'll talk about that later. Mm. But never be, never be afraid to get back to an argument, to go back mm. to and like, hey, I remember we had this, this thing earlier. I still want to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Because now you're calm, now you're relaxed, and you're like, hey, uh, obviously you want to be tactical about what you're going to say there. You don't want to re-trigger no. that, that emotion again. Um, but it's very important that you get back to that. And as I, as I personally always like to say, 
um, we should assume that we should assume that nobody's stupid. Hmm. So why I always say that is like don't assume, never assume that someone's stupid. Uh, with that I mean like everybody does something for a reason. Yeah. Uh, like we said before, always. that person on the couch sits on the couch for a reason. The person that's cleaning the toilet is cleaning the toilet for a reason. Never assume that someone's stupid. Never assume that that someone didn't think about why they are going to choose to sit on the couch right now or clean the toilet. Everybody yep. has a reason, a motivation. They they had proper time to think about it, and they have a valid reason for them. And that should always be something that you at least want to first figure out before you make a judgment immediately. First figure out and find out what the the, th the train of thought is behind the decision yeah. that the person makes before Definitely. you make the judgment like, oh yeah, well, they're just being lazy or oh, they're always busy. And yeah, so the interpretation is your biggest challenge to wait, to... Yeah, people just, interpret too fast. Yeah, they, they do it too fast because they, they feel annoyed. So... The interpretation very often comes from an emotion. Because when you just sim simple together look at what's happening, you can just talk about it and you can think of a solution and okay, what shall we do? Okay, let's do this and that. So, oh, is that good for you? Do you have enough time for yourself? Or uh, do you think and we did enough tasks in, in our home? And then you have a like a mutual understanding, of yeah. a form for a form of accepting what we both want. I was about to get to that. Like this is still obviously this is all a part of that we're talking about accepting still. Um, but this is this is already the way how you're gonna learn to accept someone. Mm. Accepting isn't because accepting isn't a thing you do. It's not a. Um, a button you click like okay mm. accept it's done now this is this is the way how you accept yeah. you accept something by trying to understand it trying to know how it how it works and why it is the way it is and when you can understand it you can accept it mm. when you truly understand it not 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 just assume something like we just talked mm. about not just making an assumption no, 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 no. truly understand it from also from the point of view from where it's created so you want to understand it from that perspective, not your perspective. No. In order to accept something, you need... To, I think that's a good sentence to bring it to. In order to accept something, you need to understand it from the point, from the perspective it's created from. It is. Yes. And that it's... is Well, if you want to understand or accept somebody else, you need to be empathetic to what's happening inside the other person. Empathetic, not to be confused with sympathetic. No, no, no. There are two totally different concepts. So sympathy is like feeling with yeah, a exactly, person. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like crying with the person and crying just together. really diving into the emotion of the other person. And obviously it bonds, it does bond, but it doesn't solve anything. And in empathy... You also recognize the emotion you see in the other person, but two different stages also need to be uh, taken into action. 
And that is showing that you see what the emotion is. Yeah. And then the third step, obviously, is, um, okay, how can we together create a solution that is, uh, that is good for you? Yeah. And then the other person feels, oh, he really understands me. He recognizes what's happening inside of me. And then he offers help to do something about it. And that's totally different from sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Empathy is way more, uh, well, you could say results driven in that way. It's more mm. empathy or sympathy is more in the moment. More let's hug, let's cry together. Let's eat a big tub of Ben and Jerry's <laughs> ice cream together. For example. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> definitely not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but this, but this is this is so cool that you, that we come to these um, sympathy empathy um, uh, concepts um, because being able to accept somebody, the other person needs to feel that you care. So they need to feel. So when you accept just with words, it's not enough. Yeah. So that's obviously a part of, I guess, the next step, right? First, we learn to accept mm. it ourselves. We learn to accept and try to understand. And again, coming back to that understanding, it's very funny. I um, saw a video about that. I don't remember exactly who said it. It was a very nice, nice conversation. Some professional also psychologists mm. and, and entrepreneurs had um and they also one of them also said i am always the last person to talk on a table mm. <laughs> because they say like if you're the last person to speak you're probably the person with the most information because you first got to really understand everybody on the table everybody already spoke mm. uh, before you did they already expressed their opinions and now you understand everybody on the table before yeah. you say something yeah um that that was very it was very businessy how they said it but in this situation, it's kind of the same. Um, on on your own end, like we just discussed, you first want to be uh, you, when you when you're going into a conflict. You probably before the conflict, when you're preparing mentally, as we all do, you're already thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell them this and this and this." Mm. But when you're doing that in the healthy way, first be silent for a bit. Try to get as much information as you get can from the situation grab information, maybe ask some questions and stuff. And then when we get to the second step, like you, what we're, we're getting at now, when we're trying to resolve the situation, mm. we need to probably indeed show some sympathy first in love relationships, I think. And maybe yeah, parental most, relationships too. Mm. Most, most people can't hold back. So they feel um, driven by the emotion the urge to just talk about their own problem, their own shit, their own feeling they have, because it's driven by emotions. So what you suggest is obviously true, but for a lot of people not possible, because they feel the urge to, to, to talk about their own emotion, to talk about their own problem, um, what's bothering them and the other thing is that that's even even it's interesting also that some people are silent 
but still can't listen. No. So they are silent. So, so, so it seems that they are listening, but they're just waiting. They're just waiting for them waiting. To, to have a turn. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and the emotion blocks any absorption of anything that's being said on the other side of the table. So... They're just waiting for a gap so they can jump in and they can say their thing. And that's obviously not the, the whole point of this. Like no. I said before, the point is when you're silent, the whole idea of being silent is so you can gather information. Not You're not waiting for your turn. You're, it's a beautiful opportunity yeah. to really understand someone else. And in order to have that proper um, conversation, we need to do exactly what you also just said. You need to first recognize that you understand someone. Yeah. You need to... Um, show your findings so to say you you just try to listen mm. just give it and it's super simple often often it's super simple it's literally sometimes and in the easier situations obviously there are difficult situations but in the easier situations sometimes it's as easy as literally repeating back what they said yeah if somebody says like oh my god i i i, I just got fired from my job and i don't understand why and you just literally reply Oh, I, can, I can't imagine how it is oh, to be fired and just not know know what happened. Like that must be mm. that must be terrible. You literally said the same thing back. Yeah. And now they they feel completely recognized with their problem. Exactly. But you, in a way, it kind of feels like a trick. Please don't use it as a as like a trick, because it it's a part also for yourself to really process the the thinking of the other and learn it and analyze it. But it is a very good way to help them feel heard and for yourself to really process and realize what's going on in their mind. I think that this is a very good example because it um, this precedes acceptance. So before acceptance, you obviously need to be attentive to what's happening on the other side. And this is already um, like second stage difficulty level because first you need to listen to yourself so what's happening inside of me before you can be attentive to what's happening on the other side of the table first always always work on yourself first before you work on others mm. so many people in our current ger generation have it the other way around they always think like ah no never mind my problems i want to help you like hold up hold up mm. so with your your withered garden mm. You think like, oh, you have a withered garden with weeds everywhere. And you're like, oh, let me help your garden. No, mm. no, don't go help my garden. Your garden looks looks like crap. Yeah. How about you fix that first? Yeah, because how can you listen when your mind is full of talk and thoughts about yourself? So when you're very occupied with thoughts <laughs> about you... How can you fill your brain, your mind, your thoughts with also something you observe when you interact with another person? That's almost not possible because you're already filled up, you know? And then you're very occupied with just you. And being able to interact with another person, the other person should feel that when they interact, it's not in vain. So when you enter, so they need to feel when they have a conversation with you that the conversation 
will lead to something better than just a monologue. Mm. You know? <laughs> so, sorry, maybe this is, <laughs> this is a little, little bit cryptic. But you, you, if you are really attentive to another person, they feel that they matter. Yeah, exactly. And then they share. And then they share. Because and, if they and don't... But that only happens you know? when you show it. You can't, you, yeah. can't, you can't just feel attentive yourself and then they will feel that you feel attentive. You have yes. to... You yes. need to find a way to express and show because like we talked about bef uh, in the previous episode, mm. I think we talked about that. Uh, the only thing that people will base their own their own perception of you on is things that you show, not exactly. things that you think. No. So you can't think, oh, I'm being attentive. I'm listening to this person and then just expect them to, to understand that you are actually listening. You need to give them clear signs that you're understanding them, that you're listening to them, which are both different things. I mean, I can show you that I'm listening to you by looking mm -hmm. at you while you talk, maybe nodding a little bit, yeah. but that's still not an indication that I understand what you say. No. no. An example of showing that I understand you is what I just did a little while back. Like, I, if you repeat I repeat what I back. Say. Exactly. I repeat back or I ask a follow-up question to what you said. Like, hey, but how does this work then? If yeah. you're saying this, how does that work then? You know, that's, that's truly showing to the other person that you're understanding. Exactly. Exactly. So the, the, um, coming back to the example we had about when you need to fill up a space of like afternoon, a couple of hours. One person on the couch, one person wants to yeah. clean the toilet. If you, if you, don't, if you don't express why you want to do or are doing what you do people just don't know they just see something then they interpret what they see and then the whole conversation is just in our own minds with themselves so there's still no common ground you know and this is this is this is super easy to do if you grasp the um no if you not not grasp if you um if you have the opportunity to um calm yourself and to well super easy to do no <laughs> calming yourself isn't always easy we both also i think everybody knows that calming yourself is not always easy yeah but that's obviously also where the um where the famous saying counts to 10 comes from Exactly. It's because calming down is often uh, the simple fact of just giving yourself time to calm down. Yeah. Often it's just a matter of time. It's not a trick. It's not a exercise. It, well, exercise can speed up the process, but it's often a matter of... <sighs> yeah, but it, so when you are just you and you're irritated by something in the world, then it's maybe easy. But when you are the two of you, like partners or business partners, into a relationship, there are two people being irritated. So before you can come together again, you need to lose the the um, um, the irritation, the frustration, the yeah, uh, because that that's blocking you from understanding the other the other side. Exactly. And to be attentive. Like we said at the beginning, yeah. It, yeah. It's blocking you from having that attentive 
going into those attentive thoughts and yeah and, and if you can agree then on what's happening here like just agree okay we have a afternoon just agree start by agreeing on the situation exactly just start on agreeing to at least say out loud out loud hey you want to sit on the couch tonight right yes you want to clean the toilets right now right yes so we both want to do different things yes yes that's already the first stage of accepting you at least already accepted the fact that you both want to do different and things this is the situation and then you you talk about okay but what what can we agree on which we both agree on to do in the next four hours or whatever and and also here you need to be very clear you need to be very precise on what you want to do and then you can think of a strategy how to do it but how to do something that precedes that you talk about what's happening at this moment of time and then you come and then you then you talk about it and you think okay this and that okay but okay we need to do some domestic work okay cool um but i want to recognize your uh, I understand, understand that you also want to sit on the couch. You want to relax for a moment, for a bit. And relax. You've uh, had a long week. Long week, uh, heavy hours, etc. And then you can you can establish common ground. Then you can, can you, then you can establish an agreement on what on how to fill these four hours. Well, even that might be a step too far if you say, for example, like you had a long week because then you're assuming again. Maybe you want to like ask them first, like <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. just ask like, why do you want to sit <laughs> exactly. on the couch? Exactly. Are you tired? Are you very tired? Do you- Or just stop when you ask that without any interpretation. Yeah, just why are you tired? Just that. What do you want? Okay, good, okay. The only, basically the only assumption that you can make at that point is a very basic one. And that's the fact that the assumption is that their need to relax right now mm. is bigger than the need to clean up the house. Exactly. That's the only, only conclusion you can draw at that moment. Yeah. You don't know the reason behind it. No. Nope. You don't know why they want to do it, nope. but there is a reason. And for some reason, their need to relax right now is bigger than their need to clean the house. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, very interesting to see that sometimes new stuff arises in your consciousness when you really listen to the reason of the other person. So, for example, in this case, when there would be like an urge to do domestic work and the other person wanted to relax a bit and you, and you really talk about it with no irritation or frustration, or big emotions, then maybe you realize that for you, it is also good to relax a bit. And for the other, maybe like, well, you, you know, and, and, like and then you, you, say, and you think yeah. of things, you, you, you recognize you things, but you, you didn't think of before. When you truly you know? start to understand, especially <laughs> your partner or your love partner, who you yeah, emotionally yeah. connect with a lot, of course. Yeah. Um, especially then, 
you'll realize at some point, if you truly understand them, that you start to, in most cases, at least start to agree with them a little bit. Mm. Being like, ah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. And the, 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 toilet, the, the toilet clean party is going to say to look at the, this, the, mm. the person sitting on the couch and be like, well, of course, now I know you've worked so... You talked for half an hour already, mm. right? This is like at the end of the conversation, exactly. hopefully. Yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, of yeah. course, you've worked so hard and your boss was screaming at you all week and I can't imagine how you feel. Oh, in your shoes, I wouldn't want to co- clean the toilet now either. I would mm. be exhausted. I understand. Yeah. And then the other person, if they truly paid attention, they would be like, oh yeah, of course. My 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 lovely husband, for example, works at home and that mm. toilet has been a mess for a week already. So he has been sitting in this mess, working mm. from home the entire week already. That must have been disgusting to get through. I get that he wants to mm. get this over with finally. Yes. So you'll 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 get that point yeah. where you truly understand True. why for one for one person that urge is so big to relax. And why, for the other person, the urge to clean is so incredibly big, and at least bigger than the other's urge. Yeah, and if you if you stick to your own opinion, and there is no flexibility in your mind, and no attentiveness to the reasons why a person is behaving in the way they do, then bigger conflicts occur. Because then we have two sides who are opposite each other. They can't see and don't see each other because they're full of their amygdala nucleus. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> because they, they, there is no communication. Then you have two people opposite each other. Yeah. And never something good can come out of a conflict or a different opinion. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful how that transformation happens because, hmm. like yeah. like we briefly said before already, but we didn't really get into that yet all too much. A little bit, but little. not too much. Um, it always starts with you, and it ends together. It ends with a nice harmony of understanding yeah. and working, but it yes. always starts with yes. you, and it and that's where it all already goes wrong in so many cases. So many pace, uh, people start with just blaming the other, saying the other is the problem because, the, like we said earlier, yeah, the yeah, other yeah, is no. the person sitting on the couch, the other is the person cleaning the toilet, whatever it is. It starts by blaming the other. But if you want this to work out and you want to get into this process of accepting and understanding the other, if you want to get into that process and that train of thought, you need to start by realizing the fact that you have a problem. Yes. Other person doesn't have a problem. No, you have a problem with the fact that they are, for example, sitting at at the couch. But that still means that the problem lies with you, not with them. It's always it always starts with you because you're the one that's being affected by it. You feel frustrated. Yeah. And that's the reason why you feel frustrated. And that's never because of someone else, because someone else doesn't like push the buttons in your head. Mm. They don't directly make you frustrated. You no. became frustrated because of a thought you had, a a moral you have a way of thinking that you have. It's always within you, the frustration, the problem. It's always, it starts with you. And if you get into the process in that way, 
they're kind of, they're kind of, you can create such a beautiful connection in the end and end yeah, up but you with need a, but you need a to make a decision am i going to determine my own emotion or am i a slave to the action of somebody else that triggers an emotion inside of me and that sounds to me like a perfect subject for the next episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we by the way we didn't <laughs> just for the people at home we didn't yeah, like I'm we didn't uh, uh, script this or anything this is just i'm looking at the clock and i'm seeing how much time we have left for this episode okay. Okay. you're talking about this yeah. and i think this we already talked about this as being a subject yeah um so i think that would be a wonderful subject to end it, today's episode on and move on for maybe next episode the idea of um letting people affect your emotions yeah versus controlling your own emotions not yeah. being affected by others yeah and not being part of the plan of somebody else but being part of your own plan creating writing your own plan yeah creating and and learning what we learned today maybe to be first attentive to yourself and the other person without any judgment first and then learn how to accept that you have an opinion and the other person has an opinion and that's both good and that you can come to a joint understanding and um, and that will um, that will diminish a lot of frustration yeah it takes a lot of practice though so try try to practice that for <laughs> a while try it at home because that's that's yeah, this is already it. a big exercise yeah, so if you want to do but if you have for example in, with these situations, if you have one of those situations at home, if you ever had that happen to you or yep. maybe at your work or whatever, we would love to hear your uh, your examples or maybe situations if you would ever like to have a chat maybe about a specific situation you had. Um, that we, in general, we would like to hear. Wait, our lights are going off. Yeah. Um, you continue this. I'll be back in a sec. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, please, if you have any um, situation where you are feeling to be stuck so you want to keep the interaction or the connection between the person going and, and you just feel stuck please put them in the comments or write us an or email write us an email at yeah. info at unlimited potential program yeah. Dot, dot com yeah you can just send us an email um, and we'd love to read it because it's um and we it's will one definitely thing, get into contact with you. We'll get, definitely get into contact, yeah. but it's one thing to listen to the podcast and hear the theory behind it, but it's definitely a second to really put it into practice yourself. Yeah. And we understand that sometimes it's not always it's not always easy to put this into practice, but it's good that you're practicing. If you're practicing to learn this, and if you ever need a little bit of help with that, we would love to hear about yeah. your situation and definitely. help you out a little bit. Yeah, we will. Yes. For today, this was the Unlimited Potential Podcast, second episode we hope you guys liked it. If you did, it always helps us enormously if you would maybe share it with friends that this could help as well. Or, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, give it a like or yes, on any other please. platform, give it a like or a share or whatever you can do. And all those things can help. Um, and we would love to see you on the next one. Um, episode three, probably going to be some, something around uh, the trend of... Uh, letting your emotions be affected by others or controlling your own emotions. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Have a good one. And like always, dare to dream. 
there to dream. <laughs> bye bye.